to this episode of Prosper. I'm your host, Anna Maria Bliven. Are you a military veteran, a warrior, a first responder? If you serve this country in some way, shape, or form to make sure that we all live in a safe and secure society, well, do I have some news for you. Thanks to our episode guest, we are in for a treat. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Entrepreneurs, start your engines. What engine did you ask? The engine that runs your business, of course. If you find you're lacking the power to accelerate past your competition, I have just the solution. Head over to ResonateEngine.com and find out how the Thought Partner Group team can build a custom engine that will help you secure your future, build your credibility, and finally see the success you deserve. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Prosper. I'm your host, Anna Maria Blevin, and I am privileged to be talking with James Bauer, the veteran's friend. James, say hi. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending (laughs) upon where you're at. Correct. Hey, you know what? I am so excited to be having this conversation with you and the audience is eavesdropping. We were just talking about a couple of things. One, you served from what, 70 to 73? 1970 to 1973. I actually went in on New Year's Eve in 1970. What a way to start the year. Uh, 17 years old and my dad signed to get me into the army and off I went to uh, Fort Lewis, Washington and the next morning, I have to say it was a rude awakening. Trash cans and nightsticks, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, we've been to basic. We know what you mean. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're in the army now. <laughs> yeah, they don't really forget. No. So from 70 to 73, what is it you did in the army? Actually, I, I went in, you know, I'm going to, I'll rabbit trail. I give God credit for a lot of things. At 17 years old, I was a bad boy. I was going to end up dead or in jail. And so at 17, I decided I was going to enlist. I was living in the suburbs of Chicago, and I could sign at that point for a two-year enlistment, or you could do a three-year enlistment and be guaranteed to school. Well, in the suburbs of Chicago, I thought, you know what? Helicopters are new. I'll enlist for that third year, become a helicopter mechanic. And when I get out, I'll go to O'Hare Airport and I'll have a vocation. And unfortunately, that's not what happened. I signed for the extra year. God kind of had his hand on me through that whole thing. All through basic, they kept saying, who's going to helicopter school? You're all going to Vietnam, boys. And all through helicopter school, they didn't even give us an option. They told us, you're all going to Vietnam, boys. And when I graduated, it was the first time I'd applied myself. I had been a high school dropout. And I graduated top of my class, came out of AIT as an E4. And I went to Fort Riley. Everybody else went to Vietnam except for two other guys and went back to their guard unit in Wisconsin. So I was very, very fortunate. I spent uh, a portion of my time as a crew chief. I spent a portion of my time as a RNU NCO where I took care of all the updates to all the manuals and uh, took care of the, the facilities, the, the barracks. And I ended up finally finishing my Army career as a supply sergeant for a battalion. Wow. And that was all because it dawned on you that you needed to apply yourself. I needed to do something. You know, I was kind of a wandering generality at that point. And, you know, 
we are the byproduct of who we hang out with. And unfortunately, I was hanging out with the wrong people. And between my parents and God, I was able to make some good connections. My transition out of the Army was not what people are getting today. Today, they have the TAP program and, and all kinds of things like that. It was, you know, back in 1973, when you get out of the service, they went, see ya. And well, that was it. <clears throat> Glad you think the TAP program is helpful. <laughs> For some, it is, because uh, they were smart enough to either make connections before they ETS. Or they already had the connections while they were going through the military. I'm namely speaking of the National Guard and Army Reserve. For us, we have to have a full-time job in order to afford to even be in the service. Mm-hmm. When you're in a part-time situation, you know, you're quote-unquote weekend warrior. As a weekend warrior, you've got to have a full-time job. So basically, if you're in the National Guard and Army Reserve, you have a full-time job. You're working a career. And the service is just service to our country, as opposed to full-time military. The full-time military folks, they're 24-7, 365. They're, you know, whenever they're called duty, they're on duty. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's yeah. those folks that are having a little difficult time because, for example, the TAP program tells you in a week, This is what you got to do for resume, cover letter, interview, but it doesn't really prepare you to be a job candidate. So, for example, 95% of the human resources professionals go to LinkedIn to learn about you before they even decide that you're a viable candidate to call for an interview. Well, I'm being told over and over and over again from my brothers and sisters that go through the TAP program. They haven't a clue how to get a LinkedIn profile. Some of them didn't even know they needed one. Sure. So now in this day and age, they're not really being served all that well. I think I would love to believe they are, but I'm finding out different. So let's talk about serve. You are actually serving in a capacity that is really unique in the fact that we as veterans and warriors have available to us discounts, but we have to ask for the discounts. That's right. You know, I when when I got out of the service, 1973, people didn't even talk about being veterans. You know, there was a, a lot of negative stigma that went along with Vietnam era. And I had good friends that I hung out with for years. And until the last decade or two, I didn't realize they were vets also. So it's it's a little different. It's a lot different now. Now we appreciate our vets. They get standing ovations. When people came home from Vietnam, they got spit on. The bargain thing that, that I'm involved in, VeteranBargains.com, actually started out as a labor of love. I'm kind of a tight guy. I don't like to throw my money away. And I was always looking for a way to stretch money. And I kept finding places that would save allow me to save money. And so I started a list in my head and I'd meet a guy in a shirt, army shirt or a Navy hat or whatever. And I'd tell them about, you know, about XYZ. And they were always glad to hear that. Kind of like you, you had mentioned earlier when we were talking. And then it became a list on paper, it became a list on the phone. And so I started veteranbargains.com as a website, simply to have a resource where vets and, and military could go to find places that appreciated our service by offering some kind of a special, I call them freebies, discounts, and promotions. And it since it's expanded because many of those places also take care of 
first responders to include law enforcement, firefighters, and EMS. And uh, the site officially about two weeks ago broke 700 businesses that list places that that offer discounts. And it since has also expanded to include an events page. I recently was on the board for the Vietnam Moving Wall going into Valley Center, Kansas. There's all kinds of events. I do a monthly event. It started out with just one page with all the events and the way my website works because I'm using a cookie cutter. I had to put different events on different pages. So there's like a January page and a December page, et cetera. There's a page on there for resources for veterans, useful information. Many vets aren't aware that if you're 0% service-connected or more, you now have access to the commissary and exchange. You retired from the military, so you knew that. I was rated 30% when I got out of the service. I didn't have access. I got McConnell Air Force Base right here in Wichita. I couldn't go there. And about two and a half years ago, three years ago now, they changed the rules. So that kind of information is out there. Here in Wichita, we're running a pilot program for the last two years that any veteran, service-connected veteran, can get free transportation on the buses here, which is kind of neat. So that's that's part of my thing. I also have a page on there that is listing not-for-profits that are there to help our heroes. I don't refer to myself as a hero, but I refer to every other veteran, including you, Anna-Marie, as a hero. There's all kinds of not-for-profits out there that help with everything from PTSD to housing to all kinds of different benefits. And so it's really a resource. I have since purchased and haven't done a thing with it yet, but it's coming. Veteranresources.info will be coming sometime in 2022 that will list just resources. And then I'll point people back to the to the bargains part. Holy cow. This is amazing. So I noticed this is all centered around Wichita for the most part. Well, Yes and no. The majority of what I do, I do locally and across the state of Kansas. But because it is the World Wide Web, any veteran or military person anywhere that has access to the internet can find things on there. And a lot of my resources, if you will, are nationwide. So even though it's got a Kansas flavor, all the, you know, you mentioned earlier brothers and sisters. I really, feel like anybody who served, irregardless of their branch, are all a brother and a sister of mine and yours. And I think you feel the same way. Yep. And so if they've got access to the internet, um, they can access a lot of things like Pizza Hut and Lowe's. I always use Lowe's as an example because most vets know about that one. And when I meet a vet on the street and I talk to him, I say, you know, but Lowe's gives you a discount. Oh, yeah, I know that. And they're surprised to find out there's 700 more. Matter of fact, there's a place on my homepage, if you click on a block that says, what would you do with an extra 800 bucks? It'll take you to my receipts for the month of June from this past year. My wife and I saved $96 that month. That's over $1,100 a year. That's like getting a nice bonus. Yes, you do have plenty of national brands here. Mm Mm-hmm. I encourage everyone listening to this episode to go on veteranbargains.com and get ready for a pleasant surprise. Well, I, I appreciate what that. What a labor of love. Now, you've been at this for 10 years plus. I have. And I won't say I'm ashamed to say it. This is a labor of love. It really is. I'm retired now from the Department of Veterans Affairs, where I spent 10 years as a certified senior veteran service representative helping the claims part of the VA for vets. 
And this started out real basic and it's expanded now. There's a newsletter that folks can sign up for on my homepage. I do one newsletter a month. I try not to overburden people with stuff. I know from my sales background, if you give people something every week, when they get it, they'll go, oh, I'll read it next week. And so they miss out. So I just do it once a month unless there's a special event going on that I need to promote. And I spend a lot of time. Thank God I'm retired. I have the time to do it. My wife's not real excited about it. But it's all free for the vets. I do sell advertising to commercial venues, establishments, so that they help to support it. With the exception of last year and this year, I ran this thing out of my own pocket in the red. And it's finally nice to be in the black. I'm not very much in the black, but I'm in the black. There is a profit here. But it's one of those things where I meet a veteran and I hand him my card and he goes, oh, I know about this. And that makes it all worthwhile, you know. Yes. Home Depot is also one of those places that gives a 10% discount. And when they're running a sale, they honor that discount, even with the sale. I was amazed. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's amazing to me that people, first of all, people don't ask. They're I don't know if they're ashamed. They shouldn't be. You should be proud. You stepped up. You signed that blank check. We've all heard that line. Everybody who serves this country signs a blank check up to and including their life to serve this country. And, you know, it's the least the least that businesses can do to 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 show that they appreciate our service. And many of them do. Lowe's now has parking places. Home Depot has parking places. You have to be a Purple Heart recipient to park there, but that's okay. I honor that. But Lowe's has parking places and many other businesses. Even Walmart has a Wounded Warrior parking spot where you can park. So people are starting to step up and appreciate what we've done. Even though I myself consider myself to be a Vietnam-era veteran, since I did not go to Vietnam, for the longest time, Anna Marie, I felt guilty that I didn't go. But I realized probably 20 or 30 years ago, that tells you how old I am, that I went, I did my duty. They told me where to go, and I did what they told me to do. And had they sent me to Vietnam, I proudly would have gone and done what they had asked me to do. So I take my hat off to every vet who serves. Yes. Hooah. When you're mobilized and deployed, we're on the team. That's right. We're on the same team. That's Whether right. you get on the boat or on the plane or you're just going to report in the, in the next town or, or state, you're still serving. We're all serving. We're on the same team. It takes all of us to make this work. That's correct. Very true. So I'm going through all of the places that you've got here that honor military, law enforcement, firefighters, public safety personnel. This is awesome. Because talking about a team, we're all about security and safety of our citizens. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know, I'll tell you what, when I see a first responder out there, I make sure I stop and I thank them for their service. Yes. A lot of those guys really have a thankless job. Most of us who interact with the police are interacting the majority of the time because of a traffic violation. And nobody likes traffic tickets. And now that I'm older, I have to say, I just kind of, I stay right at the speed limit. And you know, I know I get, everybody drives by me. They think they're speed suggestions. They're not. There's a reason that they're there. It's for everybody's safety. And, you know, it's amazing to me that we've got people now that are talking about defunding the police. And then they come back and 
the first people they call when they have an issue is the is law enforcement. So we've got to be there to back up our troops and all of the first responders because they do provide a tremendous service to us. Yes. So in talking about the transition from military to civilian, we know that there are some challenges. We also know that in your life, you had challenges because let's just face it, you were kind of riding the wave. But you woke up one morning and realized you're not serving yourself very well with just riding the wave. You literally have to start surfing, getting out there, using some muscle power, using some effort, and not riding the wave, but surfing the wave, if you will, from the analogy. (laughs) And we, you know, for those of you that I don't surf, but I do know that it does take a lot of energy and effort to do it well. Otherwise, you're going to fall under and be succumbed. Life is the same way. If you don't put some energy and effort into it, you could get swallowed up, let's say, right? You you sure can. You know, it's, it's amazing to me when I mentioned, I think I mentioned earlier, I dropped out of high school at 17. And part of my problem was I wasn't a reader. I was reading at probably about a fifth or sixth grade level when I went into the service. Now, when I went into the service, they had one requirement. Could you fog a mirror? And they, they literally were taking everybody during Vietnam. We had two guys in our company in basic training. One guy, his, his uniforms hit him all here. He was too tall. He hung out of the bunks. And he got sent home. We had another kid that was 14, and he got sent home. But I became a reader. I was fortunate enough through some connections. You you talk, you know, you do a lot with helping people to prosper. Well, I have to say thanks to God and to effort. You have to do the effort on your own. I learned through attending some different seminars that I had to learn to read. I had a sales job for a while where I drove about 1,500 miles a week. And the, the group that I was associated with had what they call a tape of the work program, which was motivation, which was great. So I spent all that time in my car, was a mobile university, and I would listen to tapes and I ate tapes up, but I still wouldn't read because when I read, I read about like this. It was terrible. And one day I was fortunate enough to go to a seminar here in Wichita, and I got to listen to a self-made millionaire who talked about You'll either read or you'll stay broke. So the group I was associated with had a book of the month program. I signed up for the book of the month and I handed the book to my wife. And every night we'd go to bed and Pam would read to me because I couldn't read. And then about two years later, I went to another seminar and I got to listen to the great Zig Ziglar, who's a very famous motivational and sales seminar person. And Zig said, you need to learn to, and I was in sales at the point, you'll learn to use your voice. And the way you learn to use your voice is by reading out loud. And he had this expression, this terminology, he said it was eight words. I did not say he beat his wife. Eight words. Do you know how many meanings those eight words have, Anna Marie? Oh, yes. Eight. I did not say he beat his wife is a statement of fact. I did not say he beat his wife is a statement of denial. I didn't say he beat his wife. That's a statement of implication. And so based on where you put your inflection in those eight words, totally changes the meaning. I hate texting because you can't can't put the inflection there. Right. And so I took the books away from my wife and I would read out loud to her and drive her crazy because I couldn't read. 
And since that time, I just devour books now. One year I set a goal to read 200 books. I failed. I only read 144. I read 12 books a month. Most people don't read 12 books after they get out of school. You want to be a good employee. You want to be a resource for somebody and have a high paying job. You've got to go out there and do the work. And if it means you read slowly at first, that's fine. Nobody will know but you and your spouse. You know, I was ashamed of the way I read. Now I tell that story to try to encourage people, not to impress them, but to impress upon them that what they have in their hands is control. I appreciate this. I really do. Because Prosper Podcast is all about information, inspiration, resources, and sources so that people can prosper. You just gave us a gold nugget. And I sure hope the listeners believe that to be the case, because it is. You know, it, it's it's like you talked about surfing the web to get a job. When I got out of the service, there was no internet. It was all written applications. And now I've, I've talked to business people. And when you do a resume or your LinkedIn page, the, the resume is electronically submitted. And they do a a word search in that first two paragraphs. And if your key, the keywords aren't there, you don't get, they don't even look, you can walk on water and they don't even look at you. And when I first was in between jobs back in the, probably in the nineties, I actually used a headline. I was an award-winning salesperson. Well, most resumes start out with your name and your address and blah, 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 and all the credentials. I actually put a a headline on the top of my resume. Award-winning salesperson seeks position. That's how we read newspapers. You have a newspaper with 50 articles in it. You check the headlines. When you find the headline you want, that's how you apply for read what you read. Same way when you're looking for a job. I love that. That's another gold nugget. So, James, I, I just want to thank you for coming on this broadcast, for giving us all these gold nuggets, sharing your story. Well, you're sure. And it's making it inspirational. Just to know that if even if you're you've got an impediment, let's say, and yours was reading, you overcame it. Just like we were taught in the military, adapt and overcome. You overcame it. Absolutely. And it was the will. It was your will to do it. And the, I hope everybody listening to this episode will understand that there is energy and effort that's got to be put forth and that you have the will to do it. Thank you, James Bauer. Well, you're, you're welcome. I appreciate you having me on the podcast, Anna Marie. I'll encourage people to go to veteranbargains.com. There's my selfless plug for the website. They can sign up for my newsletter on the homepage. And I'll leave you guys with one last phrase that I got from one of those self-made millionaires. And that was this. I've got good news and bad news. The good news is your financial future is in your hands. And the bad news is your financial future is in your hands. And just go do the work. It'll be rewarded. You get the, you get back what seeds you plant. Thank you for that wisdom. Thanks, Anna Marie. Have a great new year. Thank you, James. Listeners, did you get excited to know that there are special benefits available to us? Us, meaning those that have served this country in the military, first responders, heeding the call to safety and security for our citizens and doing what it is that we are called to do, that we are ordered to do, 
and that we do lovingly knowing that we are serving the needs of others. Well, guess what? We get to be served. Holy cow, do we get to be served. James told us about all the veteran bargains and the veteran bargains are available to first responders as well. So do go to veteranbargains.com and be pleasantly surprised. At the list, there's a bunch of discounts that are available. And like I used to preach and teach to my soldiers, ask for those discounts. Don't be shy for asking about for those discounts. I loved it with the way James put it. If you and I are sitting at the dinner table, I pay for my meal, you pay for your meal. It doesn't mean that if I pay for my meal, you don't get to eat. We both get to eat. And we paid for these benefits with our lives, with our sacrifice, in our service to others. So by all means, go to Veterans Bargains or VeteranBargains.com. See for yourself all these wonderful businesses and corporations that wish to serve us in salute and honor us for the service to them. On your way to prosper, thank you for staying tuned and we'll see you in with next episode.